Hi guys, welcome to Knits and Stuff. Today is Sunday, <laughs> March 22nd, and welcome to episode 27 of Knits and Stuff. My name is Alicia, and today we will be talking about works in progress, local delights, and wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Um, first, welcome to those of you that are new, and for those that are returning, thanks for coming back. Um, if you haven't already, there's a group on Ravelry you can join. It's called the Knits and Stuff Podcast, and I'll link to that in the show notes, which are at knitsandstuff.wordpress.com. So let's get started. Um, I have no finished objects, still, <laughs> but I do have some of the same works in progress that I've made, um, made progress in. <laughs> and the first is... My basic knee-high sock, and this is um, toe-up, basic knee-high toe-up socks by Leslie from Single Stitch, and I'm knitting it out of Mustache Yarn Perfect Sock in the Sesame colorway, um, and they're on US 1's 2.25, uh, these are Addy Turbo Socks, Sock Rockets and <laughs> Needles. Um, and I have gotten this far since we last spoke, um, so made a little bit of progress. Um, I'm in the increase section for the leg, and because um, you can kind of see it starts to get um, to get larger. So I'm just gonna keep going until I run out of yarn. Um, I still have this much left for the first sock, and then I have a whole nother another skein for the second one so we'll see how high they get to and I need to try these on to make sure they fit around my leg <laughs> so I've just been following the pattern for the increases um, but I haven't actually tried it on yet but I should because it's toe up and I can easily do that and I also did the toe from um, toe up socks with a difference by Wendy Johnson and I incorporated the fish lips kiss heel um, as well, because I seem to like the way that fits, so that's my heel, and I also did, I, I probably talked about this too before, but, um, I did the heel in, um, in, from the opposite side of the skein, um, or of the ball, so that I didn't interrupt the color progression on this side. So this is from the other end of the ball, and then I kept, did the heel, and then I kept going with the rest, um, and as you can see, the stripes are getting thinner and thinner as I get more increases, which I didn't think about, because when you look at commercial stripe socks, they're like all the same width. But it's kind of cool, though, to see that. So, yeah, that is um, first works in progress. So that's coming along. And then I am still working on my shawls. Um, the first one, oh, and this is in the Manual Runs Through It project bag. Um, so the shawls that I'm working on, this is the first one. And this is the Winter Sea Shawl by Liz Abenanti. And it is out of a verb for keeping warm um, clover in the colorway beach glass. And I'm knitting them on um, my Addy 
Nutra Clicks, the bamboo needles on um, US 6 4.0 millimeters, and I'm just kind of <laughs> moving this all around. Um, the pattern is free, and it has um, kind of like an asymmetrical shape with the chevron stitches, um, which I can focus a little bit. So you can kind of see some zigzagging going on there. So I've done that a lot lately in some of the patterns that I've worked on. So um, yeah, I like that, I like the stitch pattern. It'll look a, hopefully a little bit better when it's blocked because right now it's kind of squished up. But that is um, this shawl and this is in my Ravelry anniversary bag. So that's kind of cute. <laughs> And then my other shawl that I'm working on does not currently have a bag because the skein is so big, but it is um, the Hitchhiker. Let me bring it over. <laughs> uh, see, look, it's still, I feel like I haven't made any progress. Uh, that's it right next to my head. <laughs> but this is, oh, and I'm still in the middle of a row. I said I was going to fix that, but I didn't. <laughs> So this is The Hitchhiker by Martina Bem, um, and I'm knitting it out of worsted weight instead of the um, fingering weight that the pattern calls for, and it's um, Miss Babs Yowza with a skein in uh, the colorway First Dibs, so it's a variegated color, and it's kind of, I mentioned this last time too, but it's kind of like, it's turning out to be a camo looking color which is kind of interesting so um but yeah this will be a nice big big shawl and i think let's get a closer look yeah i really like the purples that are in there though so pretty <laughs> so too much <laughs> so this is um oh and then i'm knitting it on um my crystal palace bamboo needles um they're us 7s 4.5 millimeters and yeah that's kind of all that um i'm trying to finish the row but i still have too much move on to the next work in progress so i've been doing some spinning um i have spun a little bit on my um spinning wheel and i'm working on the loop bullseye bump which i showed a while ago the last time i worked on it um at least i think i showed it i might have just showed pictures but this is the bump, and it's a center pull, um, center pull roving, and it's striping, I guess you could say. Um, but the stripes are would be very far apart, and I've kind of pulled out a lot to make it easier to draft. But I think because I had this um, sitting around for a while, the uh, fiber got kind of hard to pull out of the center, it kept catching on. The surrounding fiber so I tried to pull out a lot at a time while um while working on that so um so it wouldn't break and then I would lose it in the thing so this is my wheel <laughs> and that is oh, this way so that's what it looks like probably help if I move this out of the way <laughs> um so I'm on the green now um I had a there was a lot of purple and as you can see, there's some sari silk in there. That's those are the little colors that pop out from the purple. Um, 
so I think the colorway is called Seriously Sorry, if I remember correctly. <laughs> and underneath there, there should be some like pink, and I think there was some other green too. But um, had a big chunk of purple. <laughs> now I'm finally getting to that lighter mint green, so I'm getting there. Um, I think this is just over five ounces. Let me check. Sorry for bending down. <laughs> Um, yeah, 5.1 ounces of, um, of mixed fiber. I think it's mostly, mostly merino. And what else? I'm bending this again. Um, merino, nylon, bamboo, silk, Angelina, and sorry. So, yeah, doing some spinning. So that'll, um, since it's more than 4 ounces, I'll probably only... Um, I'll probably have to split it onto two bobbins and then I'm going to three ply it, three ply it, um, and chain ply it or Navajo ply it. So I'll retain that, um, the color progression and, um, yeah, so hopefully I'll get that done and maybe I'll go back to spinning some of that Coradale fleece that I bought. A while ago <laughs> I still need to swatch with it though with I spun two skeins a while ago and I haven't knit with it yet to see what it feels like but that'll be a sweater one day one day <laughs> so that's all of my works in progress um, and that would bring us to local delights so um, let's see last last weekend yeah last weekend um, last weekend we went to um, the walk the moon concert in the city um, walk the moon is if you haven't heard of them they're um, kind of an indie rock band um, rock is pretty general it's not, I, I don't know if I would call it rock <laughs> it's almost like pop now um, but they've been played on the radio quite a bit if you heard their song shut up and dance that is that's walk the moon um, so we went to go see them in the city um, at the SF Masonic in Knob Hill, and it was a really good concert. Um, the Griswolds were opening for them, and they had kind of a similar sound, um, but they were also good. And yeah, I think Walk the Moon like put on a great show, um, and the uh, the Masonic was also really nice. Definitely one of the nicer venues that I've been to, and they have. We were in the um, balcony seating. So, um, we were up pretty high, but we were in the center and we had a really good view of the stage. Um, it wasn't as far back as some of the other venues can be where they have the upper seating spread out, like sloped, not that much. And then you end up like if you're towards the back, then you're like really far back, but we could see over everyone. And even when people were standing, um, we could still see over them so it was nice um and it's nice not to be in the general admission area where you have to stand for like three hours <laughs> um but yeah it was a fun concert though and um beforehand we we went to dinner at the ferry building and then we went to um this bar close in knob hill um oh so the venue is in knob hill and it's not too far from the bar any of the bar stations it's like a mile but it's a pretty like big walk <laughs> um, because Knob Hill if you're not familiar with the area is up on a hill so um, we had to walk um, we walked from Embarcadero and we 
walked along California all the way um, up and it's pretty it's pretty steep I, I should have looked up the elevation but it's it's um it's a big hike <laughs> so um, you can take the bus too there's a couple muni buses that go straight up to um, or straight along that that same route but um, we decided to walk because it was like we had time <laughs> so um, yeah the we went to a bar before the concert and the reason that we went to the bar it's called Ziki's bar um, and it's really close to the Masonic and we went um, we went there because on Yelp there was a picture of a pheasant um, like on a it was kind of a quirky bar it had some animal um, statues art and things up on the wall so there was a picture on Yelp of a pheasant um, against a brick wall and the pheasant was wearing a fez <laughs> on its head and um, and I was looking at it and I was like does that make it a fez -ent? and I was really entertained sorry that was my phone <laughs> and I was really amused by that so I was like we have to go to this bar unfortunately when we went there they had the pheasant but he wasn't wearing a fez and I was really sad about that um, but otherwise, the bar was fine. We were there pretty early since we went before the concert, so it wasn't that crowded. Um, and they have a fireplace, which if it wasn't really warm that day, it was like 75 in the city that day, which was weird, um, then it would have been nice to sit next to the fireplace. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much all that we went to in the city. Um, good concert venue, so if there's anything around there um, that you're interested in seeing, you should definitely check it out. Um, if you don't like walking up hills, then you should take Muni <laughs> or Uber or Lyft or any one of those, um, car services. So, yeah, that is Local Delights. Um, and that brings us to Wibbly Wobbly Timey Wimey, and I don't have anything directly, um, related to the show to talk about, or, like, about the show itself, but, um, I wanted to mention one of the podcasts that I was listening to um and they've been around for like seven years now I think I haven't I've only listened to them for maybe the past year or so but they um just ended and I know that <laughs> it's great timing um but they have their whole back catalog on on their website and it's called the Doctor Who podcast and I'll link to it on the show notes um and they are a group of people from all over the world that just talk about Doctor Who they talk about um, the show, they talk about the Big Finish, um, audio stories, that doesn't sound like the right way, <laughs> the right name, but they, um, I guess they're broad, Big Finish broadcasts these, um, these stories from Classic Who that, um, that are, that have the voice actors, and I think they have, like, the, the doctors that are, um, still around, or the people, the actors who played them that are still around that actually voice them, so you get to go on these side adventures, um, if you listen to this. But anyway, um, so they had people talk about that, um, they talk, they do show reviews, or episode reviews, um, they do, like, just random trivia quizzes, and they're just fun to listen to. Um, there are a couple people from the UK, there's one person from Australia who is pretty funny, um, and then there are a couple people from America, and I think that's it and they they interview people too um they have guests on their show so i'm gonna go back and and listen to their their back catalog um 
as I go through because I was really sad when they said they were ending um, but I guess it was time for them to enjoy the show for what it is instead of having to criticize and um, analyze it every time it comes out so they have um, 292 I think yeah 292 episodes so it's not too many <laughs> um, yeah so if you're looking for a podcast listen to the Doctor Who po about Doctor Who the Doctor Who podcast is really good um, and I think I'm gonna go around and look um, for some other ones too that are still running because I think they mentioned or there have been guests that they've had that do their own podcasts as well so yeah I think um that would be that's pretty much it about their podcasts and everything else that I need to talk about um social media stuff I am Eliana Nitz on Ravelry and Unperfect529 on everything else um Twitter Instagram that kind of stuff and then the group is called Nitz and Stuff Podcast um on Ravelry and show notes as always are at knitsandstuff.wordpress.com so yeah that's it and hopefully I will see you guys in two weeks okay Bye.